Listen, do you hear this? That's chips. More specifically, tortilla chips. And you're probably wondering, why is he eating tortilla chips on the podcast? This makes for a really, really good podcast. And I'll tell you why. Because today is an ode to carbs. Carbohydrates, half of the Run Slow Carb Hard title. We love carbs, and we're going to talk about carbs today on the show. Because if you listened last week, it's taper time. It's 10 days to the London Marathon. And it is time, finally, after 20 weeks of training, of eating right, it is finally time to carb hard. And your host, the slow but but steady and, and tries, your host, Brandon Podgorski, is so excited to bring you the Run So Carb Hard Ode to Carbs show episode today. Can't wait. Let me welcome you to the show. As you know, if you've been listening, the Run Slow Carb Hard podcast this is a podcast for the back of the pack runner. If you can't spend less than $300 at the race expo, if you only stretch once a year, if you have ever ran in a banana suit, then you are our people. Every episode on this show, we're going to cover a topic that covers training, nutrition, health, or just general running slash endurance sports information. And most of these topics, frankly, they come to me in the middle of a run or where I'm at my training cycle. You know, I want to say, hey, I want to talk about carbs or I want to talk about tapering or whatever it is. But we always want to hear from you. So make sure, visit us on Instagram. It's the only place you can find us on social media, at RunSoCarbHard. Or shoot us an email. Everybody's got an email. RunSoCarbHard at gmail.com. Let us know what it is that you want to hear on this show. Or if you want to be a guest and, and come on this show and we can talk about endurance sports, we can do that. But welcome to the show today. Now, we do this show for two reasons. One, this is a way for me to share my love of endurance sports with everyone else. And we do it from a back-of-the-pack view. If, if you've been listening in the past, and this is episode 21, I can't believe we made it this far. Uh, but if you've been listening in the past, you, you know a little bit about my story. Uh, I'm in my 40s. I'm an endurance athlete. Um, I'm not fast. I'm maybe a middle-of-the-pack back of the pack type of runner triathlete. So when I was thinking about making this show um, back in early May, late April, early May, I wanted to do it from a different point of view. I think you can find a lot of endurance sports podcasts that talk about endurance sports, whether it's running or, or triathlon, swimming, whatever it be, cycling. And it's going to be from a view of a professional or somebody who's pretty accomplished. But you know, when I'm out at races and, and when I'm on the trail and I'm on the road, I see a lot of people that look just like me. You know, we're, we're not uh, Boston qualifiers, which by the way, so yesterday, um, I, we're recording this podcast on Thursday. Yesterday was Wednesday. Um, that's when everybody was learning that if you were good for time in the Boston Marathon, you're probably in. You just have to apply now, but you're going to get in. So for everybody who qualified for Boston, congratulations. Please go back and listen to our episode, Chasing the Unicorn, where I talk about that um, on how to qualify for Boston. But for everybody who qualified, congratulations. I, I, I could not be happier for you. 
You're certainly welcome here on this show. But this show, you know, we're taking a little bit more of that beginner point of view or, or that back of the pack point of view where, you know, maybe call us weekend warriors is the best way to, to describe it. You know, I'm running the London Marathon here in 10 days, and I, my goal is just to, to break five hours. And it doesn't seem fast, probably to a lot of people. In that's right, it's not real fast. You're running at 11 minute, 27 second um, clip there per mile. So, you know, I'm not going to be blazing the course up by any means. But, you know, this podcast is, a, again, as I think about the type of runner or endurance athlete who might be listening to this, you know, we just want to go out and we just want to beat ourselves or we just want to kind of um, get a little bit better, or we're just trying to do, uh, set and accomplish an amazing goal of finishing a long-distance race. Maybe we never thought we could do that. Or, you know, we, we want to be our best, but, you know, we've got other things that claw at our time, whether it be family and work and, you know, community priorities, things that take more priority than being able to um, go on two, three, four-hour uh, training sessions. So, you know, if, if you're out there and, and you're busting your butt every day, eight to five, and, and you're raising a family and, and you're doing what you can and, and you're able to fit in a little fitness uh, on the side, and, you know, you're trying to do a couch to 5K or you're trying to complete a marathon, you're welcome here. We're so glad to, that you join us and, and I'm really happy to talk about um, carb loading this week and, and why we need to do it and some strategic ways to do that as well. But before we get started with that, so that's kind of the first reason why we created this podcast. The second reason, which I think is the most important, as I mentioned, I'm running the London Marathon here in only 10 days. But I created this podcast as a way for me to fundraise for the Outward Bound Trust. Now, I have tried to get into the London Marathon. Again, go back and listen to Chasing the Unicorn. I, I you know, kind of break down how you can get into the Abbott World Major Marathons. And I've been trying to get into the London Marathon for years now, through the lottery system, and it just hasn't happened. So I've applied to a number of charities, and, and the Outward Bound Trust was one I applied to. Now, there's, I don't know, probably a list of about 40, 50 charities that you can apply to to get into the London Marathon or, or, or Boston or Chicago, whatever it would be, New York, Berlin. Um, but... I was very picky because I want, if I'm going to run for a charity, I want it to be for one that uh, that would be near and dear to my heart. So there were only about maybe three I applied to, and all of them have something to do with kids. In 2017, my wife and I were charity runners for the Make-A-Wish Foundation and the Berlin Marathon. And that had to do, obviously, with kids and, and making some of their, their wishes and dreams come true uh, who are going through some really, really tough medical things. And... For the London Marathon, I saw the Outward Bound Trust, and I knew instantly that's the one. That's really the one that <clears throat> excuse me, I want to get involved with. Because <clears throat> the Outward Bound Trust, I really shouldn't have had that tortilla chip. That was a better idea in theory than, um, than in practice. But the Outward Bound Trust, they take kids, and they get them in the great outdoors, and they learn all types of leadership skills and, and self-sufficiency, uh, teamwork skills, and, and just self-confidence. And that's so important for kids. If you think about what they've been through in the past two years, and we're getting all this research now um, about how they're behind in, in learning and development and just being able to relate with other people, getting off their screens and just being able to experience things. So it's near and dear to my heart. I love being in the outdoors. I been an athlete my whole life so anything that had to do with getting kids active 
in, in helping children um, is right up my alley. So I'm so proud to be fundraising with them. I have got a goal to raise 2,000 British pounds, which I think right now with the exchange rate, maybe about 2,300 American dollars uh, for the Outward Bound Trust. Guys, we're all we're over halfway there, and donations have been coming in hot and heavy lately, and I'm going to get to those here uh, in a little bit in a different segment when I give my shout-outs. Um, but we still got a little while to go, all right? We're, we're, you know, we're maybe about that 14, 15-mile mark of, of the marathon and we're starting to feel it so we need to push through here and let's get to do these last 11 miles so if you would please check out the description to the show if you're listening on apple if you're listening um, anchor spotify on the desktop app look at the description of the show you're going to see a link there to my just giving page and i would ask please if you can donate anything one dollar a hundred dollars if you want to donate $900 and finish out this fundraising, uh, please, ev- anything will help. We have got to get kids back outdoors. We've got to get back to normal and just give them that sense of, uh, of accomplishment. Um, I got a three-year-old son, and today we're getting, re- getting him ready for, for daycare, and he can put his shoes on by himself. And, and he was just so proud. You know, that that's like his, his, big, his big thing. And um, you know, I, I'm not saying that, that putting on shoes is maybe the same thing as, as overcoming um, maybe one of a huge obstacle in your life like these kids have to. Um, but that sense of accomplishment and just a little bit more independence and the confidence that come along with that, it, it's really it's life changing for a kid. And that's what we want to do. So check out my Just Giving link in the description. Any donation helps. And this podcast is, has really gone a long way towards helping kids. Um, we, we've raised a few hundred dollars just through this podcast and just for listeners like you. And again, as I talked about last week, the listenership is growing. Uh, we're starting to see numbers that were double what they were just you know a few episodes ago. So for everybody listening, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I certainly want to hear from you. Send us an email, runslowcarbhard at gmail.com. Let us know uh, if you're listening, what you like, maybe what you want to hear a little bit more, um, or hit us up on Instagram at run slow carb hard like comment share our content we only got 10 days to go guys so let's get us through the finish line let's get me through the finish line with uh with the marathon and let's get us through the minute finish line with our fundraising all right if you're a fan or listener of the show then you know this is the point this is the segment where we like to give shout outs and of course we always like to give a shout out to long run coffee you've got to go check out long run coffee longruncoffee.com this is electrolyte infused coffee specifically designed in mind for endurance athletes so if you're listening to this podcast chances are you're a runner triathlete cyclist swimmer whatever it would be maybe cross-country skier that'd be cool let me hear from you if you do that Um, but you need electrolytes and um, electrolytes are are a great source of carbs they're easily digestible they get us a a quick energy boost we may talk about that a little bit later here in the show as i give our ode to carbohydrates but the great thing about long-run coffee is with that electrolyte infused coffee I do not feel jittery and dehydrated like I do with just a lot of the the other coffee that I buy at the grocery store. Long run coffee, it's made a huge difference in my training, especially on my long days. And they have partnered with us to give back to the Outward Bound Trust. Amazing. 
Tom over there, Long Run Coffee, just uh, amazing, amazing, amazing. And I think he's got his Iron Man coming up here pretty soon. So if you go back and listen to our episode, Coffee Run, he talks about that. He's an endurance athlete too. He's he's one of us, middle of the packer, back of the packer. Um, so he's got a good story about his first marathon and getting ready for um, an Iron Man. And you can check them out on Instagram as well, Long Run Coffee. But if you go to longruncoffee.com and use the promo code RSCH, R-S-C-H, longruncoffee.com. You're going to get 15% off your order. You can see a couple weeks ago, I put it on our Instagram page uh, where I got my 15% off of the medium roast coffee of the 12-ounce bag. So I've been drinking that uh, this morning and probably why I'm, I'm so fired up and ready to go this morning. Um, and they are going to donate the proceeds of your purchase to the Outward Bound Trust. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Amazing company, amazing owner. Check them out, longruncoffee.com. Use the promo code RSCH. And as I've also talked about, we have gotten a big increase in donations here these past couple weeks. And I think it's because we're ramping up and we're getting a little bit closer to the London Marathon. So we've got 10 days to go. Um, and I know I'm going to miss somebody, but just off the top of my head, um, you know, I want to thank, I, I, I've been great. My, my in-laws have been amazing uh, on donating. I think we've gotten like $250 from them um, from, from both sides this week. Uh, my parents have, have been amazing. I think we got a $100 donation from them. Um, we got a $100 donation from the best realtor in Northeast Indiana. If you live in Northeast Indiana, and I really I realize this podcast is worldwide, and I'm going to address that here in a second. But if you live in Northeast Indiana, you got to go with the Knoll Team Real Estate, N-O-L-L, Knoll Team Real Estate. Um, the owner, Brad Knoll, is just a super, super, super stand-up person. I cannot highly recommend them enough. Northeast Indiana, Knoll Team Real Estate. They gave a generous donation this week. You can check that out on our Just Giving page. In this podcast, we've gone worldwide. Worldwide, I, This blows my mind. I got a donation. We've, we've gotten donations in dollars, in pounds, and now in euros. And I can't remember if I talked about it last week, but in euros. We got a donation for 25 euros um, from a listener in Copenhagen, Denmark blows my mind. She listened to I Got Your Back episode uh, where I was talking about the, the unfortunate murder of Eliza Fletcher and just how, you know, guys, we need to um, have the back of, of people on the trail and be a little bit more conscious of what's going on. But she listened and was moved and gave um, a 25 euro donation. So, uh, Gina, thank you so much for that donation. That was an amazing. And, um, and we just recently got a $10 anonymous donation. And, hey, anonymous is cool. That's usually the way I like to go about my giving as well. I just kind of give and, and just move on. But, you know, whether you um, want me to recognize you or, or you don't want me to recognize you, hey, just thank you for, for giving. Thank you for the Outward Bound Trust. 10 days to go. Let's get it done. We only need about 800 more British pounds to get there. And I've got a little fundraiser going on here next weekend. So I think we're going to get across the finish line. If we can get another about 500 British pounds, 600 pounds, we're going to be okay. So thank you to everybody who's listening. Thank you to everybody who's giving. Now, let's get to our topic of the day. Okay, I had to take a quick break there and get that tortilla chip out of my mouth. I love chips, um, but uh, unfortunately doing that without any water was kind of a dumb idea here for the podcast. But today is an ode to carbs. I love carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are extremely important for endurance athletes. 
you know, carbohydrates, they help, uh, they're the primary role uh, in our energy source as far as what our body uses to convert to energy, right? What, what does it take to actually keep our body running? If you kind of, if, if we're looking at like a pie chart and we look at our, our three ba- big main macronutrients, we're looking at carbohydrates, uh, fat, and protein. And the, the amounts are going to vary a little bit. And listen, I am not a, a registered dietitian. I am not a nutritionist. So take what I'm saying with a little bit of grain of salt and make sure you do your own research. But we, we want to take roughly about maybe 60% of our calories from carbohydrates, maybe about 25% from fat. And, and when I say fat, I'm, I'm talking mostly like uh, mono um, and unsaturated fat. And um, maybe about 15% from, from protein. And um, I, when I would talk about this, as if you've been listening, I, I'm, a, I'm a college professor and I, and I used to teach health classes and um, kind of intro level health classes. When I would talk about this, guys would always kind of be a little bit shocked and like, you know, well, hey, I want to build muscle. Don't I need more protein? Yeah, you do. You would need a little bit of protein, but you know our body can only synthesize so much. Uh, the rest of it, we end up, you know, literally just kind of uh, peeing away. So, you know, carbohydrates are important because they help synthesize um, that, that protein to the muscle. So it's really important to make sure that we're getting carbs and we're getting good carbs. You know, it'd be easy to just to, to eat candy bars as I'm looking at the, the candy bowl I have for my students here on my desk. It'd just be easy to eat a bunch of candy bars and, and junk and, and sugary stuff and get our carbs. Um, but we want to try to get, you know, during during the day and, and, and leading up before our, we start carb loading, you know, we want a little bit more of um, complex carbs. So if you're thinking a little bit more like whole wheat type of bread and instead of t- uh, white type of bread, um, it contains more fiber, which helps us a little bit more to prevent cardiovascular disease. Um, but as we start getting closer to the race, now it takes longer for those complex carbs to digest. So as we get closer to our race, we start to switch to simple carbs. Um, so things more like like white bread and, and maybe a little bit sugary stuff because it's easier to digest and it's a little bit more rapid energy source for us. Um, But carbohydrates, really important, and they're just delicious, right? So as we think about aerobic endurance, um, especially for athletes who are going 90 minutes or more in their training, we want to try to replenish our glycogen levels by consuming a, a maximum level of carbohydrates, you know, approximately 10 grams per kilogram of body weight. Now, most of you are listening to this. We're like, why are you throwing kilograms at me? I'm listening here in the United States. Let's make it a little bit easier. Okay, I'm going to do that. So maybe about 600 to 750 grams of carbohydrate per day for an athlete weighing about 165 pounds, right? So if you weigh more, you want to bring in a little bit more carbohydrate. If you weigh less, you'll bring in a little bit less. And there's tons of resources online that um, can help you. And there's some calculators online that can help you figure out, okay, exactly where do I need to be with my carbohydrates? Um, But that's going to be your main source of energy. So when you're working out, especially you're working out in long duration, what the body does, it starts to take from your carbohydrate stores first, right, from your glycogen stores first. And that's what's going to give us the most 
uh, energy, and that's where we want the body to take our, our energy from, right? We, we don't necessarily want to take it from fat unless we're trying to lose fat, that we're not worried about that so much in endurance sport. Um, and, and we certainly don't want it to take it from protein. We really want to take it from carbs. And so that's why it's really important, you know, the, those that week leading up of your race, you want to start to carb load. However, carbohydrates, they are rapidly depleted out of the body. They are not a long-term source of energy. That's why it's so, so, so important when you're doing things of 90 minutes and longer. So um, half marathons, marathons, Ironmans, whatever they are, um, even maybe sprint triathlons, um, depending on the length, you have to take in some energy. You have to take in some type of food, whether it be a, a gel or, or gummies or, you know, my favorite, waffles are, are amazing. We've got to con- constantly think about Gatorade. We've got to constantly think about replenishing those micro, uh, muscle glycogen stores and those carbohydrate stores because once carbs run out, the body starts to attack fat. Now, if you're in a workout routine and you're trying to lose fat, then that's great. But the problem is fat is not a long-term energy source. The body is going to blow through that pretty quickly. And then the only thing that's left is protein. And that's when your body starts to, because your body needs energy from something, right? It's got to take energy from something. If it's blown through your fat, then it's going to start to um, take protein from your body. And now we're getting into muscle loss. Um, Now, I think most endurance athletes I've been around and and certainly most that I follow on on Instagram, uh, I think instinctively we understand this. And and I don't see it getting to the point with with people where um, it's really kind of affecting um, their, their muscles and and, you know, the body starts to kind of eat away at muscles where you start to almost kind of look anorexic. Um, I, I think that's been rare. I don't see that very often. Um, but have I seen people bonk because they haven't taken in enough energy or enough, ca- or enough calories, enough carbohydrates? Oh, yeah, all the time. And especially thinking about if you've been uh, training in uh, hot weather, um, I see people kind of putting their sweat stain hats on Instagram as a, uh, as a sign of pride. Um, and I get that. That's funny. But what's that telling me is that salt is leaving the body, electrolytes are leaving the body, and we may not be doing enough to replenish those. So, you know, I, I'll kind of walk you through my carb loading. You know, I eat a lot of um, uh, complex carbohydrates uh, through throughout my training, um, especially you know uh, I don't I don't eat a ton of bread, but if I do, it's it's wheat bread or or, or it's wheat pasta, um, you know a lot of fruits, a lot of vegetables, so I tend to get a lot of fiber. Um, and then before I go and work out, you know, then I'll have a little bit more simple uh, carbs because uh, they're a little more easily digestible. Um, however, leading up a week before the race and. I'm recording and posting this on Thursday, and then a week from today, next Thursday, is when I fly over to London. So I'm going to start my carb load a little bit early in um, my uh, my rest and recovery week, just a little bit early, just because the flight in, in a few days there, I'm going to be a little bit jet lagged. Um, you know, I start to switch to, to simple carbs um, because, again, they're um, a, a little more easily um accessible for the body um, the and they're a little bit better source of energy other than um, for for duration activities other than uh, complex carbs um, and so I don't I don't go crazy 
right? It's not like we're going to all of a sudden just be pounding two or three pounds of pasta per day. I think as I think about carb loading, um, it's just getting a few more carbs in per meal. So like during the day for snacks, I'm going to eat a little bit more during the day than what I usually do. And so, again, a lot of nuts and a lot of fruit. Um, maybe I just have a handful, um, you know, just to get me through in the day. Now I'm going to make it a point to eat more. For every meal that I'm eating, you know, I make sure to have a little bit more carbs with that meal. So you don't need to go crazy, but you do need to start adding in a little bit more simple carbohydrates in your meal. So, you know, today I'll probably have some tortilla chips at lunch when I normally wouldn't. My lunch has changed. Usually I just have soup. Now I'm eating a sandwich. So I got, um, you know, a couple pieces of bread, you know, at night I'm eating some more bread. Um, in the morning, I usually have a shake, kind of um, some fruits and vegetables that I, I blend together, but I'm also um, adding in some some beet some beet powder which is shown to increase nitrogen stores into the body um, and then um, i'm also going to be adding probably a little bit more carbs whether it's going to be some cereal or something like that so really when when you're talking about carb load like that's a carb load right there right it's not like the michael scott before the 5k race if you've ever watched the office where he's pounding fettuccine alfredo right right before he gets to the starting line and and hurts pretty bad after that um, it's just you know adding a, a few more carbs in per day and make sure really important that you're getting plenty of fluids. Um, I'm going to be drinking a lot more water. Long run coffee is going to help a ton. You know, now I'm going to switch coffee for this week. So make sure, you know, um, and when I'm talking about fluids, I mean, it could be just about anything, but I think water is your best source, right? Make sure you got plenty of water. And then you do that leading up to your race, you're going to be in great shape. You're going to be ready to go. Um, your Michael muscle glycogen stores are going to be at the highest that they've been in your training. So you're going to see, you're going to find that you don't get fatigued as much. Um, you're going to be well rested. So make sure that during that tapered week, especially going up the week before the race, you know, as I talked about last week, the hay is in the barn at this point, just rest. Let's get to the finish line where we're rested, we're feeling good. And the only thing I don't like about the carb week is that I always kind of feel a little bit bloated. Um, I always kind of put on maybe a pound or two. A lot of that's in water weight. Listen, it's completely normal. Um, you know, if you're looking to lose weight while training for a marathon, it's probably going to happen a little bit. Um, it's, it's happened to me. I, I'm, I'm probably down 10 pounds over the past, you know, whatever, four or five months. Um, but that wasn't my goal was to lose weight. Um, you've got to think of few food as fuel. All right. And, and don't just run to eat, you know, don't just, oh yeah, man, I crushed this long run. So now I, I get to just kind of, um, pig out. No, you know, food's got to be fuel for you. Um, but at the same time, you know, you don't be so, um, you know, strict on your diet or, or restrictive on your diet because you're trying to lose weight while you're training. You know, when you're training, you're an athlete and you need to eat like an athlete. You need more calories than you um, normally do. And we need to be bringing in more carbs and, and more fat and more protein. Listen, that's okay. And I'm not, again, I'm not a registered dietitian, so I'm not here to tell you like, hey, this is the diet that you need to stick to. Um, there, there's plenty of resources that you can find on your own. But what I, I do want to get by is that, you know, you do not need to feel bad about eating. Um, when, when you're an endurance athlete, it's very, very important that you eat. Um, so all those are some guidelines to keep in mind. This is what I'm doing for my, my carb week as I get ready. Um, I think as I think about my favorite carb, especially my favorite, uh, 
post-race meal. It's just easy. It's spaghetti with a little bit of marinara sauce, maybe a little bit of meat sauce um, and some bread. So hopefully uh, there's a good Italian restaurant in uh, in London. Uh, my wife and I can hit up. And if you have been to London, if you know a good Italian spot, please let me know. Hit us up on Instagram at runsocarbhard or shoot me an email, runsocarbhard at gmail.com. Where is the Italian restaurant, especially like in, in the western part uh, of London? Um, I think we're staying like a few miles maybe west of uh, Kensington Palace. So if you know somewhere around there, a good Italian restaurant, hit us up. Give me an email. Shoot me a DM. Let me know. And if you're going to be at London, at the London Marathon, let me know. And uh, I'll try to try to find you maybe at the Race Expo on Friday. Give you a high five. Give you a fist bump. Um Take a selfie if I have any fans out there or anybody listens to the show. And, uh, you know, just have a good a good time. Remember, back of the Packers, you bring the party to the race. I'm just excited to toe the line with you, get another medal, check off another star on my, on my journey to my sixth star. This will be my fourth one. And just have a great time in London with you and, and with my wife. In just like a six-hour marathon, the long and slow march known as a run-slow-carb-hard show is over. And you know what? Thank goodness, because I need to get some water and get this tortilla flavor out of my mouth. Um, but thank you so much for listening. I'm a mess. If you liked what you heard, or even if you didn't like what you heard, heard today, uh, please uh, listen to the show on Spotify. It really helps us out. Uh, leave us a five-star review. It helps us with the algorithm. And give us a follow. Um, follow us on Instagram at RunSlowCarbHard. To learn more about the Run Slow Carb Hard podcast, Follow us on Instagram or shoot us an email, runslowcarbhard at gmail.com. This podcast is part of my fundraising effort for the Outward Bound Trust as one of their charity runners for the 2022 London Marathon. To donate, please visit the link in the show's description. And remember, with God and a good pair of running shoes, all things are possible. Take this down, take this down, take this down.